0: It's time to be unapologetically you. Welcome to the Spitfire Podcast with your host, Lauren LaMunnion, the Spitfire Coach, a certified life and business coach out of Washington, DC. If you want to go from feeling burnt out to fired up, this is the spot for you. We're talking about the real issues, the real topics that are affecting you at home, in business in every relationship that you're having. If you have a question, a concern, a criticism, whatever it is, hit us up at spitfirepodcast.com and make sure that you're subscribed on Spotify or iTunes. Let's talk about stress, baby. Let's talk about you and me. Let's talk about all the good things and the bad things that your job may be. Let's talk about stress. Let's talk about stress. So if you know that song, it is one of my favorite groups, salt and pepper, and I changed the lyrics a little bit, to be fitting for our episode today. We are talking about workplace stress. I have been nerding out in doing research about stress, specifically the stress in the workplace. A lot of my clients come to me feeling stressed out, feeling burnt out, feeling overwhelmed. And You can just see it on them. They're wearing it on their shoulders and their neck and their body posture. You can just see the weight of the world on their shoulders. And they know that it's not normal. They know that they don't want to feel this way, but they don't know what to do about it. And my clients are great because they acknowledge it. But there are people out there that are still carrying around their stress like it's a badge of honor. And so I want to use our time today on this episode to give you some hard-hitting facts to talk about what stress is, how it's impacting your health, and what you can do about it today to start to lessen the burden of stress in your life. So let's first identify what stress is from a very biological evolutionary level. When we look at stress, and this definition is on the CDC website, stress sets off an alarm in the brain, which responds by preparing the body for defensive action. The nervous system is aroused and hormones are released to sharpen the senses, quicken the pulse, deepen respiration, and tense the muscles. And I'm sure you guys have felt this way before when you feel like there's a mounting project coming on or you're about to have a meeting with a client that you really don't like. You feel it in your body. This response is some, sometimes called the fight-or-flight response, and it's important because it helps us defend against threatening situation. situations. The response is pre-programmed biologically, so when it feels like it's out of our control, it actually is. It is programmed in us to flee or to fight. And everyone responds in much the same way, regardless of whether the situation is at home or work. So it's this idea, this thought of, a threat coming in that makes our body react. We have this full body reaction. Now, short-lived or infrequent episodes of stress pose little risk. So let's imagine that you're running away from something really quick. You might be playing tag. Now, that's not really a stressful situation, but imagine that it's you just need a burst of energy to get through something. Well, in a short-term area, you can recover quickly. But when stressful situations go unresolved so when they keep piling up the body is kept in a constant state of activation which increases the rate of wear and tear to your biological systems so when your body is on high alert imagine if you were flexing your muscle for like a minute or two you may be able to do it but over time you're going to feel fatigue you may lose your grip and you're going to be exhausted afterwards so imagine your body doing that for an hour two hours eight hours and then sitting in your car and being that amount of tense and stressed out in your commute home. Your body is not getting a break. Your body is under stress and it's not able to recover to reduce those hormones, to reduce those reactions, to reduce those sharpened senses. You are on high alert. So that fatigue and damage adds up over time and the body can't repair and defend itself. And that compromises your creativity your innovation, your response time, your ability to see other opportunities. And so this actually makes you at more risk of getting injured, of having disease, of making things even worse in your body. So if you don't think that stress is an issue, maybe you're one of those people that can rebound quickly, or maybe you're really good at self-care. But for the people that think that being stressed out every day at work is normal, it's not and it's impacting your performance and your productivity. Now, a lot of people talk about having different forms of stress. And if you look at specific job conditions, there are a few areas that CDC is mentioning. And I'm, and I'm going to put the link up um, on the show notes about this article because I think that there's a lot of content in this report. So the design of the task. So is it a heavy workload um, where you're not getting a lot of rest? I don't know if you've seen anything in the news, but like Amazon warehouses, a lot of stress is happening there because it's heavy work. It's hectic. There's not a lot of breaks and it's long work hours. And the key thing is that people don't feel like they have a sense of control. So when someone else is mandating what they're doing and it's a very high intensity task, that's going to add to the stress. Another area is management style. So that goes along with not feeling control. So that lack of participation in the decision where you don't feel like you have a say and there's no communication. So you feel like people don't understand that you have a family, that they don't understand that you have a life outside of work. That's a huge source of stress when you don't feel seen and heard. You don't feel acknowledged and validated. You are a whole person, but they see you as a cog in the wheel. Another area, is interpersonal relationships. So co-workers that may be gossiping, that may not be supporting you, of feeling like you have too much responsibility, that you're having to like, pick up the slack for other people. You may feel isolated or you may feel like, if you're working in a shared space, that it's too loud, that it's not working because people are chattering around you and you can't speak your mind. So the way that you interact with your workers, with your with your coworkers is going to impact the stress. You may see Mary Sue down the hall who just really pushes a button in you and you feel stressed just from either hearing her name or seeing an email from her. Or you might not have a great relationship with your boss. So that's a huge issue whether or not you feel supported, that you have a system that you can communicate with that you trust. Another area of stress in jobs is work roles, so where you feel uncertain, and I work with a lot of clients on this, when they don't feel clear about their path, they try to be all things to all people, they try to make everyone happy, and what ends up happening is they work out of their preference, so they're working to make other people's needs feel like they're getting met, rather than paying attention to where things feel easy, and this is where it relates back to passion, so, if you are one of those people that says yes to everything, where are the things that feel easy or that you feel excited to do? Those are the things that you can start to focus on and put your attention to and let the other things go. So I'm already starting to throw in some tips. So if you're saying yes, look to where you wanna say hell yes and say maybe not today on other things. Um, Another area is career concerns and this comes up a lot especially with a shifting economy with mergers and acquisitions of reorganizations of do I have a job tomorrow is the company's growth am I growing with them what does that mean for me so if you don't have a support system if you don't have clear lines of communication if you're not connected to the culture of the organization you're gonna have this anxiety and this fear that's lingering I mean I I work with people who have great job security, but because they've worked in past toxic situations, they have brought that fear over with them, so they feel like if they make a mistake, that their job is on the line. So it's, it, it's actual trauma that you have to work through, and it's not just saying, well, that's not going to happen here, let me just get over that. It. It's, it's actually identifying where did that fear come from, and how true is it now, and what's the new rule that I want to bring in for myself. And then the, the last area of stress, and I'm sure there are many other areas that we could, we could go into, is the environmental conditions. So is it dangerous? Is it unhealthy? Is the air quality bad? Uh, is it too crowded? Is it noisy? Uh, is your desk not set up correctly? Like, Is your, is your chair and your, your desk making your wrists hurt and your back hurt? These are major stressors that actually play out in a very physical way. So if you think you can just push through a muscle through, it's not true. Like you, you are not a robot and I don't care how strong you are. Over time, this wears on you and then you take it home with you. So think about these key areas of stress and which one. So the design of the task, your manage, the management style, interpersonal relationships, work roles, career concerns, environmental conditions, which one is ranking at the top? And I'm going to put this into a worksheet. And think about where you have some control. Because ultimately, stress comes down to this feeling of not being in control and not having power to make change. So I want you to see where do you have freedom, choice, and control to ask for what you need. So if you're taking on too much, where do you have personal power to start to delegate? where could you make an ask to start shifting? And sometimes it's just about having a different conversation, or if it's a bad environment, what recommendations or asks can you do? Because I guarantee that if this is a consistent thing, the company does not want to have an issue with Department of Labor or with OSHA. So don't just take it and swallow it down and feel like it's your problem to manage. Communicate this. And if your company is not receptive, that is a bigger issue of a toxic environment. And we're gonna be talking about that in a future episode of what you can do when you're working in a toxic environment. So think about where are you feeling the most stress in any of those areas? Where do you have personal power? And what is the action or the ask that you are willing to do to shift that? I guarantee if you start to feel momentum in one area, you can start to have your own personal power in your environment and make more changes that work for you. This isn't about changing the organization. This isn't about changing your coworkers. This is about you feeling empowered as your own leader, as an employee working in this environment to make the best situation so that when you leave, you can have the best life imaginable. You're not taking the stress home. So I'm gonna leave the link for this, this uh, article report and also the link for the worksheet on how to identify your workplace stress and what you're willing to do with it to make it better. And if you have any suggestions, if you want me to dive into another topic on this, feel free to message me at at Spitfirecoach.com. And if you want me to stop singing or you want me to sing more, let me know. And to all the Spitfires out there, keep being awesome.